Hello, everyone, and welcome to a Friday edition of Locked On Flames. Today, we're doing a little bit of a news and notes with our winners and losers of the week to just wrap up this chaotic, very busy week on a more, you know, laid back, nothing too critical that involves too much critical thinking, get the brain cells rubbing together. But what has been going on in Boston for uh, free agents like David Krejci and Patrice Bergeron, who were supposedly supposed to be ready to sign by the opening of free agency. And then, of course, Tyler Sagan and Brady Kachuk have so much more in common this week than they did before. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, everyone, so much for tuning into Locked On Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. We have a lot to talk about today. Two very eligible bachelors are off of the market. And two key pieces to Boston's last run at it are still up in the air. They remain unsigned. What's the holdup? They made a firing based on the assumption that one of these players was coming back. So we have a lot to kind of uncover and dig to the bottom of this today. Uh, But before we do that, let me remind you all that you can subscribe to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts. We're free on every podcasting platform, including YouTube. And remember, it costs nothing to leave a nice little review and a five-star rating. It really helped the show out, and it would mean a lot to me. So let's dive into this little back up in Boston. If you've ever been to Boston, I'm sure you know that there is uh, no no way you're getting anywhere without a little bit of traffic. So nice little fun play on words there, right? <laughs> but the Bruins have had quite a, a chaotic offseason. Jake DeBrusque rescinds his trade request. They, they fire Bruce Cassidy wrongfully. They extend Don Sweeney, they, and there's, they're waiting for, uh, you know, contract negotiations with Costa uh, to see where those go. And, of course, you know, is David Krejci returning? Is Patrice Bergeron returning? That's why they fired Bruce Cassidy, allegedly. You know, David Krejci was a UFA this time last year. And he wanted to go play back home in the Czech Republic, which is fine. Obviously, you know, do you? You have young kids. Um, But I guess the rumor has it that he didn't like that uh, Bruce Cassidy never put pasta on his wing. So I get it. I would be a little frustrated with that, too. But could you imagine a full season of Taylor Hall David Posternock and David Krejci. I think that would do disgusting things for the Bruins. I think that would be insane. Last season, David Posternock was a 40-goal scorer, even though he returned late, later in the season because he had, uh, or his season got started later because he was coming back from surgery. But back to the rumor mill, if we will. All signs pointed in a positive direction of David Krejci re-signing. 
in Boston, but there was no real movement. You know, that tweet came out about him being seen in South Carolina, and it's like, no, his family has vacationed there for years. It's nothing like new. It doesn't indicate anything, really, in my opinion. But the Bruins brought in Jim Montgomery to coach the team, who David Krejci and Patrice Bergeron are very familiar with. And still nothing. And there was a tweet uh, a little bit before the draft, around the time of the draft, I believe, that said, you know, that the signing for, like, Patrice Bergeron's contract was, like, pretty much signed. And that uh, he had every positive intention of re-signing in Boston. But then at the media availability at the draft, Cam Neely was like, yeah, we don't know. Um, things seem to be trending in a positive direction, but we don't know if he's ready to come back because I'm pretty sure he ended his season injured and needed surgery as well. So I, I, I there's just a lot of question marks surrounding the Bruins, truly, like the first two lines, because they know that Charlie Coyle isn't capable of centering they traded Eric Halla for a kid out of New Jersey. I don't know who else you're going to call up to center your teams. And they're really relying on Bergie and Krejci to return. And, they, you know, there was a lot of speculation that uh, they would be ready and announced on the 13th, the day of free agency opening up, right? Neither have signed from – of what we're hearing and the front office's comments have seemed a little less than encouraging and i forget who put it out but someone said you know Krejci could even re-sign with a different nhl team if he really wanted to and that is a lot of uh not so great movement and anticipation in this storyline that you know david Krejci's supposed to come back patrice bergeron's supposed to come back to give this team one one final go at it and you know what is the hold up what what's going on is it a numbers issue is it a player issue of them not wanting to return or you know what truly what is going on uh, i guess i would listen to locked on uh bruins for more information because they're gonna have the most accurate and up-to-date info so we're going to keep an eye on that because it would be great to see that core um, or what's left of that core. Give, give it one last go. Coming up next, we are going to talk about Tyler Sagan and Brady Kachuk's busy week. But before we do that, we are going to take a quick break to talk about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easy way to check in on all of your betting needs. Remember to gamble responsibly as well. Find all your favorite favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for your sports wagering information. Head to BetOnline today to use or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you all so much for tuning into another episode of Locked On Flames. I greatly appreciate it. 
You can find me on Twitter at JustBelmosto. I put up a tweet earlier today asking, you know, what who do you want to see for guests this offseason? I've reached out to a few players. I've reached out to some journalists. Who do you want to see? Let me know on Twitter at JustBelmosto. So this, this summer, I love the summer for, you know, a few different reasons. You know, you get – everyone gets to go – somewhere you know you're at the kids are out of school there's typically like little day trips here and there uh vacations weddings free agency and trades but but the most important thing to me is to get to see the players use their social media a little bit more and that's how we found out that tyler sagan and brady kachuk are off the market and engaged Tyler Sagan and his girlfriend, Katie Kirchhoff, are engaged. They got engaged in the Santorini, and the pictures looked like some sort of Dolce & Gabbana perfume ad. They just absolutely stunning. I am so happy for the both of them. And it's kind of funny because I believe when they first started dating, uh, Katie accidentally doxed Sagan by posting, like, pizza boxes and um, – you know, obviously mistakes happen, but uh, RIP to all the jokes about Tyler Sagan being a player. Um, you know, it's nice to see that he has supposedly matured from what he was when he was in Boston. Um, the photos, again, of their wedding, or sorry, their engagement, which is absolutely stunning. You can check them out on her Instagram, and I believe his as well. Um I just, just two beautiful people, two absolutely gorgeous model-like people. Um, I, I cannot wait to see their future. Their wedding is probably going to be so over the top and just gorgeous. I love it. Uh, you know, I just, I love engagements. I love things like that. They're just it's so cute. And then Brady Kachuk, Brady Kachuk signed himself a long-term deal with his girlfriend, Emma. They are just the cutest looking couple in the entire world. I absolutely love them. The photo that they posted um, was just so simple. It was Brady and Emma um, like hugging and she had a dozen roses and she had like a boulder on her hand. Brady used that signing bonus well. Um, <laughs> You know, I just thought that it was very sweet and beautiful. And the Klingbergs got married. The Yarncrokes got married. It's just such an exciting time. I love the summer for NHL players because I feel like you do get to see them come out of their, you know, hockey-only mentality and you get to see their little bit of their personality through, you know, social media or they'll do interviews I know that uh, Blake Coleman has been having the time of his life building his house in Texas, and it just looks absolutely stunning. He has, like, a wine, um, I don't know if you'd call it a closet, but, like, a wine cellar, I guess, in another room in his basement. Absolutely gorgeous. And, you know players are traveling the world with their children too which i think is so cool absolutely love to see that um i think that's one again one of the cooler parts of being 
an NHL player or really like anyone who makes an exorbitant amount of money is being able to enrich your children and to all these different cultures and experiences. Uh, growing up for me, I went to different baseball parks. That was my summer vacation. But to see the Luciches in like Rome and Germany and like uh, all across Europe, it's just, it's so, so cool to see. And you hope that, you know, they never forget these moments. And, you know, I'm sure the players realize that it's something that they shouldn't take for granted. And, you know, uh, Sean Monaghan got married last weekend. Was that last weekend? No, it was like two weeks ago now. And it was just, I mean, I haven't seen any pictures from the wedding, but just, you know, the pictures that the wives and girlfriends have posted on social media are absolutely adorable. And I love seeing these players, again, just off the ice, well-dressed, they look well-rested and taken care of. <laughs> and you get to um, really see them and not in like that hockey mode and it's nice that it's not the press conference you know oh you know we just got to play better we got to get pucks in deep you know we got to play the full 60 it's them just having fun and you know I look forward to just I don't know I think every day is just so fun for them you know obviously they're training and whatnot but the days when they're on vacation and traveling the globe they're, they're living their best lives. And truly, what what else could you ask for? I think that it's so cool to see players who are traveling back home to, you know, different countries or who are, you know, just traveling in general. Um, I, I would love to see, like, players who, who have obviously played together for a long time, but, like, pack up and like do a road trip across the u.s i think that would be so fun like start in maine or like on the opposite coast of where your where their team is so i guess if you know you play in seattle you start in maine and drive all the way across the country and stop at landmarks and all that fun stuff i think that would be such a fun idea and obviously you could make content out of it but i want like organic content not like hey today you're gonna stop at um this rest stop that is so iconic for xyz reason and you're going to uh just have fun no like i just i want them to stop at like a gas station at like two o'clock in the morning and the bathroom not be unlocked or something i don't know i don't know just give me something fun i think that would be <laughs> That'd be a lot of fun, right? <laughs> but coming up next, we are going to wrap up the show with winners and losers of the week because it is Friday. So, you know, we got to do that. We stick to traditions and routines around here. Thank you so much for tuning into Locked on Flames. As always, I greatly appreciate your support. Uh, make sure that you are subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts. It is appreciated. You'll never miss an episode. And... You know, I'm sure as soon as this goes live, the Flames will have something else for me to record. So, you know, you'll have one after another, right? But this week, um, my winners and losers are, oh, I feel like they're pretty fair. Uh, the losers are the SBs for being just absolutely ridiculous to women's sports and female athletes. 
you know, to gloss over a lot of uh, the top female athletes, especially uh, WNBA players, uh, and to not even televise their cat some of their categories is just absolute silly to me. And then for them to uh, invite Aliyah Boston to like a late invite as an af- like as an afterthought to make up for it. And for her to decline it and kind of just say, you know, this is just another example of inequities between, uh, you know, men, pro, pro male athletes and pro female athletes. And it's just not okay. It's not fair. And I completely agree because it's time that we start showing respect to the best athletes in the world, regardless of their gender, you know. But I think it's time to, um, for a lot of these teams, uh, not even teams, but organizations to start respecting, you know, women's sports and like the LPGA uh, deserves a lot more respect. The WNBA deserves a ton more respect. Women's hockey deserves a lot more respect and uh, notoriety. Um, I'm just really tired of it. And it's time to just give them the respect that they deserve the same way that you give, you know, you kiss mediocre male athletes, but it's time to you know, show some respect to the women. But my winners of the week are PHF players. Uh, they have a new policy where they can disclose their salary. There were a lot of questions about this prior to this season. And especially with the salary cap increase to $750,000, you know, um, can can they disclose their salary? Uh, the short answer before this was yes, they could. Um, they didn't real. They don't have a CBA, so there's no, you know, there's nothing for them to fall back on. But um, legally, they could. They could absolutely disclose their salary regardless of what the league said. It is a, um, legally, yes. But now there's a policy in place that clarifies that. And, you know, it's good to see that because I think transparency is a lot of um, people's main concerns when it comes to the PHF. I think a lot of people, you know, how can you put a roster of this many people and not um, disclose their salaries? How do you fit under the salary cap? How do you make it work? How do you, you know, things like that. It's just very, um, it's a little bit more clear, I guess. You know, I have to be careful about what I say because I do work for the Uh, Players Association for the league, but I do think that this is a step in the right direction. This is an awesome movement for the league. And again, transparency is a huge, huge deal. And I just, you know, you love to see it. So thank you all so much for tuning into another episode of Lockdown Flames. I will be back on Monday for some fun. We will be chatting some more about, you know, the latest updates in the Matthew Kachuk situation. Uh, We'll talk more about arbitration, I'm sure. Uh, We'll talk more about Andrew Mangiapane, Oliver Shillington. We, we, We got this, okay? And I will see you then.
Have a great weekend.